You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So I don't understand. Were there like uh, cosplayers or how did there they weren't work? cosplayers? I didn't. Uh, if there were, I didn't see them. But I mean, then again, a cosplay okay. for this particular TV show would just be like bland white person. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, so they were I mean, all cosplaying. Really Actually, every single person who was in line was cosplaying. I'm gonna kind of guess that's exactly how it is. <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, I have not. Uh, I've seen the show. I can't. Lie. You have. Don't lie. Why were you gonna lie? Yeah, but I mean, just because the the two chicks are pretty hot. That's the only reason. Oh, that's okay. It. Yeah. All that's right, how Greg, I'm defending that, myself. Yes, that reinstates I know nothing your about the show, uh-huh. even though I've seen a lot of it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, all right, bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today. I do want to say a quick, a quick note, a quick note. Thank you to everyone out there who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. We greatly appreciate it. I actually went to FunEmploymentRadio.com yesterday and clicked on the Amazon link. Oh, yeah? Because my parents let me get a birthday present for myself, and I'm super excited about it. Well, let me tell you. I mean, so they got me the present, but I I got it for myself because I got to pick it out by going to Amazon, uh, by FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. You treated yourself. Treat yourself. Treated yourself. Well, I'm not going to lie. I will say this. Maybe somebody in this room who does not have any kind of birthday happening right now, but does have one happening this weekend, perhaps someone in this room also went to FunEmploymentRadio.com, clicked on the Amazon link, and has a thing coming. A thing? You got maybe, me a thing? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I still have plenty of time to return it. So Is we'll it just have bigger to see than a bread box? Uh, I don't know how big is a bread box. A box that can hold box? bread, Greg. Just one loaf of bread. Yes, a bread box usually. Well, depending on the size of size of the bread. Do box. you own a bread box? Well, no. Who has a bread? Like I, I've own never owned bread a bread boxes. box. Who? Who do you know that has a bread box? My grandparents had one. What keeps they, the bread fresh? But that's what a wrapper is for. Yeah, you store the bread in the bread box. What, you take. Wait, for a bread box, do you take the bread out of the wrapper and then put it into the box? No, I think it depends on um, that just what seems you'd like, like a, to do with the bread, if you'd seem, like to keep it in there or not. That seems like a lot of extra work. I'm curious. So is it bigger than a bread box? Well, I don't know. If it's one loaf of bread... Oh, look, people... Look, Eddie has two bread boxes. Rick in the chat, I have a bread box. Vicky, I have a bread box. FunEmploymentRadio.com slash live if you're a live subscriber, and I have a note on that here in just a second. But yeah, so okay, so people Suman, do have bread I have boxes. a bread box, but I don't use it. My gosh, I didn't know bread boxes were that common. So that being said, is my like present a, bigger than a bread box? I have a paper towel fancy holder thing. I have that. I don't you know mean like a metal stick that you yeah. put your paper towels on? I guess I've got a basket that I throw my bread in. All right, so you have a bread basket. I suppose. I don't think that's the intended purpose of it. Greg, I just throw my loaves of bread. Greg, is yes. my present bigger than a bread box? I, well, assuming a bread box is Is it bigger than a bigger, loaf of bread, Greg? While a bread box would be slightly bigger than a loaf of bread, I guess in some way, I suppose, yeah, it's bigger than that. Yeah, it's bigger oh, than that. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm sure that narrows it down for you. It does. I know exactly okay. what you got me. Thank you. Yes, okay. I'm, I'm really glad, excited I'm glad you figured it. that out. Anyway, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link if you'd like to buy your own bread box and have that sent in there. It's a bread box. That's what I got you. I way. know. All right. So, Thank you. Uh, 
Quick note about yesterday's show, yesterday's episode of Fun Employment Radio, which was October 4th. Um, you may have noticed that one didn't go up, and there was a reason for that, and that was because the audio got a little screwy. Mm-hmm. Um, our audio got screwed up, and so I'm trying to counterbalance that today. There was a recorded show. I did remember to hit record. Uh, Keelan was in here um, subbing in because Sarah was gone for the first part of the show, and then she came back in. It was a great show. I will put the audio that I've saved up into the archives. So if you are a live subscriber or just a subscriber, you don't have to listen live. You can do whatever you want. Mm. It's six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. If we've you're got a monthly it. supporter. Yes, we've got uh, exclusive audio there that I'll put up in the archives for you guys, um, for for you that subscribe. I'm not going to put it out on the regular stream. So it's it's just it's just bad. Keelan is Keelan in the chat right now saying, of course the audio gets fucked up when the black guy is on. So, oh. I'm sorry, I swear it wasn't you. Um, but yeah, it's it is all messed up. So yeah. I'll put it up, I'll put it up in there in the archives. Well, so and like and like Keelan, you don't like to put out anything that's like a subpar product. Yeah, and you know, and if it sounds like shit, like it's hard to put it out and be like, no, listen Hopefully, to the content, even though the audio quality is really terrible. And even though I've tested this out, I hope this recording is recording well because we're putting it up regardless. Uh, Otherwise, I'll have to come back and put a note on the beginning of this one. But anyway, there we go. That's the note about that. And moving on. So, Sarah, you did something pretty exciting today. I was super excited about it. Yes. So Mm. you should explain what this is. Okay. Well, uh, so we're talking about at the beginning of the show. I have talked about this before. And I am a big fan. Well, I was. I, I've only watched it through once. I'm going to have to again before the next season comes I out. I don't believe that to be true. I feel like you've watched it way more than that. No, I've only seen the whole thing once. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, so I... Uh, so anyway, I'm talking about Gilmore Girls, which is a great show. It's uh, Lorelai and Rory Gilmore. They're uh, you know, mother the, and daughter. What is the premise of Gilmore Well, they live Girls? in Stars Hollow and because basically... what? And Lorelai's like a single mom, like trying to find her way. And uh, Rory's like a really smart kid, and they're just kind of, I don't one know, of they live their lives. One of them's the fuck me Santa lady, right? Yes, that's Lorelai. Okay. Yes. From, from bad Santa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yes. And so this morning, uh, for one, so they're doing this, these I get all, all over, those shows mixed up with like One Tree Hill and like the seven, seven something sons. Do not get. Seventh Heaven. Gilmore Girl. I'm I'm flustered right now that you just compared <laughs> Gilmore Girls to One Tree Motherfucking Hill. Didn't they all come out at like the same time? Oh, like the OC. One and, Tree like, Hill is garbage. How, when like uh, Gilmore Liars Girls Club is and... sweet and smart and funny and amazing. Oh, oh, I'm so. Was it when the slutty girls that lie or something like that? There's, there's one of those ones like Liars Club or s- lying people or something like that. Slutty girls that lie. You're the That's one that the told me that. Show? That's what you told me it was about. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't even recall which. Oh, Gossip Girl. Oh, Gossip Girl. Yes, yes. Gossip Girl. Yes, that's that's. It's like it. trying to figure out how what Greg means by like deciphering. That's all, that's all pretty much the same thing, though, hmm. right? Because they were all out out at the same time. They're not at the same thing at all. Gilmore okay. Girls. Pretty is Little very Liars. Smart. Thank you. That's the one I was trying to think of. Oh, I didn't even. Okay, I didn't even pick that. Yeah. Up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so Gilmore Girls. Yeah, Gilmore Girls is an amazing show, and. Uh, and everyone's super excited because it's actually coming back for an abbreviated season next year. And so to tease it, what they're doing is having some one of the main places that they hang out in, the Gilmore Girls, is at uh, Luke's Diner, which is like the diner in Stars Hollow, which Stars Hollow is the same set for um, ever, like uh, it was the set used for Charmed. It was the set used for uh, it's been used in Supernatural. One it's Tree been Hill. used in. in I think maybe One Tree Hill, actually. Uh, see? Yeah, it's been the set for everything. A Ghost Whisperer was set there, too. These are all pretty much the same shows. They're not the like... same shows that have the same set. I'm going to smother you. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah, so Luke's Diner is one of the main places that they hang out in. Then, and so, like, in order to get people excited for the upcoming season of uh, Gilmore Girls, which mm-hmm. is happening next year, uh, Luke's Diners, like little, um, like basically, Luke's Diners are taking over like random coffee shops across the country for today. So, coffee shops are turning into Luke's Diner. Yeah, so I mean, so they have a Luke's, uh, they have a Luke's sign outside, and you can go in and get free coffee. And they have like little sleeves that say Gilmore Girls on them with like a, you know, like a, a tease for the upcoming season. The, so that's what that's about. Yeah. That's pretty good. So you good. can go and get, so what they did is they basically like bought people cups of coffee. So like come to Luke's Diner, you can get your free coffee. You know, it's, that's it's a, a great, that's a pr- it's great marketing. I'm going to say, yeah, that, that is a pretty smart marketing campaign. So mm-hmm. they did this all over the country, wherever yeah, there you can go find a Luke's Diner. Yes. So when There's you only in there, one in Oregon right now, and it just so happened to be in my neighborhood nice. this morning, which I'm like, okay, well... Clearly, I have to go and check this out to see, you know, what it's all about. And so what what was it like? It was madness. It was total chaos. So I uh, went for a run and then uh, walked over there. I'm like, well, maybe I'm, I like, brought some money for a tip. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll just go get my cup of coffee. And, you know, and like yeah, Luke's Diner. Really just well. going to go and down Luke's there to Diner, Luke's Diner. And I went there. There were people everywhere. It was it was a line for like four blocks. It was like really? crossing streets. Yes. And this was a tiny little There are little that many shop. Gilmore Girls fans. That many Gilmore Girls fans. Like, people were, um, like, lined up on both sides of the street. Like, okay. it was... The line was so long. I couldn't even get anywhere near it. So I, I like, snuck up and managed to get, like, a picture of the... Because um, they had, like, the hanging... Luke Steiner basically has, like, a yellow coffee cup on it and says Luke's on it. That's the outside okay. of the diner in Gilmore Girls. So they hung it up outside. So I was able to get a picture of that, which is cool. But I wasn't going to wait in line for three hours for... A cup of coffee for yeah. the coffee sleeve, you know? Right. But everyone was really excited, and I kept, I was so jealous of everyone that I was passing, because I, I knew that it was going to be bigger than I thought mm-hmm. when I was walking down. It was on Stark. Okay. On Southeast Stark and Southeast Portland here. And I kept passing people, and I saw everyone, like, clutching cups of coffee, and there'd be, like, two people, then, like, two more, then four people, then, like, big groups of people, and everyone was clutching cups of coffee. I'm like, <laughs> oh, crap, I'm not going to be able to get anything. <laughs> but yeah, it was so, it was so packed, like, you couldn't even get through on the sidewalk there were like there must have been like 400 people wow at least that is smart though mm-hmm. so but but you didn't get to go in so i'm sorry yeah somebody in the chat saying next they will open a peach pit by sarah's place oh my that's god what, that's what i was thinking about i'm like what fictional place would i want to go to and uh also i was totally wrong about gilmore girls i forgot that it was coming out this thing not next year it's this thanksgiving oh yeah yeah so it's coming out on uh november 25th which i know what i'm going to be doing the entire thanksgiving weekend oh boy Oh my God! If there was a peach, like a, like a peach pit up, from that's from like a pop up peach pit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! With Nat and oh, that would be the coolest. Thing. What, is, wasn't a peach pit just like a fifties diner though? It was. A, it was so much more than a fifties diner, Greg. What else was it? It was a place for for the gang to go and for hang out. Hang. Yeah, to eat to eat omelets, and then there was the peach pit after dark. Right. Which was the nightclub, which had all kinds of amazing 90s. Was it set in the same place? They just turned it after dark? They turned it into a nightclub? Mm Mm-mm. It was on the back of the building, Greg. The diner was on the front. The Peach Pit After Dark opened at night. Peach Pit After Dark. After Dark. Wow. Yeah. And had... Well, what, what fictional place would you want to go to? Like, I... I'm kind of bummed that I didn't have time to stand around and wait to get in there because I would have yeah. liked to like get the you know the coffee sleeve. Is I, it just today? It's just today. It was okay. just until noon, so right. it's already been it's already over. Okay. So right. I don't even know how all the people in line actually would have even been able to have been served. There were oh, too many people. Oh, probably not. Yeah, they probably yeah. just went out and handed out whatever sleeves they have left mm-hmm. and walked away from it. Um, let me think. If a fictional place that I would want to go to, I'm trying to think of some place. 
Do you watch shows or like like what about like in Friends? Like you could go to Central Perk. Uh, I don't know. I don't have Why any not? desire to go to Central. And get Perk. one of those like '90s like big giant like uh, yeah. latte cups, which no. I still have at my parents' house, and I'll still drink out of those ridiculous. Remember the huge circle cups? Yeah, no, People I know what even, you're talking like, about. Don't even drink out of those anymore. Look at the size of this bowl. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I believe I ordered the large cappuccino. Yeah. Uh, no, I did, would not want to go to Central Perk. Maybe, maybe where Seinfeld goes, uh, the diner. Ooh, that I've been to that cool. diner. Oh, really? Well, it's in New York, yeah. Yeah, but I've never actually been in mm. or anything. It okay. was pretty cool. Does it look like that when you walk in? No, it's just the outside. The inside's a set. Oh, well, then never mind. So that's not Which is fun. why, you know, in Curb Your Enthusiasm, when they go back to the diner, uh-huh. you can see them, remember, they're in, on the set? I forgot. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, I don't remember exactly. Oh, Seinfeld would be good, though. Yeah, Seinfeld. Um, what about, like, what about one of your, like, shows that you like, like the, one of your bad boy things, like the <laughs> Sons of... <laughs> one like, of my bad boy things. Good. One of your... Now <laughs> that's sinking into your lexicon, uh, oh that I'm God. a bad boy, so... Do you know how stupid it sounds when you say bad boy? I'm a bad boy. Like, a lot I, of people I keep say saying it because boy. I don't think that you know how dumb it sounds <laughs> so uh, you know keep it with your bad boy persona what about like uh yeah like in sons of anarchy persona. like would you like to go to like their clubhouse thing uh maybe be accepted as, no. a, as a fellow bad no boy? i would not no not with them because that's actually kind of scary no i don't know maybe maybe their clubhouse i mean their clubhouse was okay i don't know if that was anything <gasps> you know what would be good i i just thought of one i'd want to go to what is it gonna be the same one the bada bing that's oh, what you were thinking no, of, wasn't, wasn't it? What I was you thinking were thinking of. about the Bada no. Bing. I want to go. Bing. That's why I want to go. You know where I would go if I could pick any fictional place that I could go to? What? Patty's Pub. Oh, that, yep. that'd be pretty good. Yep. Okay, Patty's Pub. I would, would go be to Patty's awesome. Pub yeah. from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And just not get served. And not get served, yeah. or just go behind the bar and steal, <laughs> and steal whiskey. Where's mm-hmm. the bird lady at? <laughs> um, yeah, that would be okay. You're you're right. That's kind of a hard one to top. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah. damn good. Patty's Pub. Oh yeah, Monk's Cafe. That's what our friends are are telling us. That's what. What's um, that? That's the Seinfeld Cafe. Oh, Monk's. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. All right. I would pick uh, Ray's Boom Boom Room. What's that from? What's Ray's Boom Boom Room? I'm not sure. I don't know. That's yeah, clearly we should uh, know. Rick I think Rutherford. It's one we should know, but we we don't. Oh, it says uh, the Brick from Northern Exposure. Oh yeah. Uh, Moe's Tavern. There is a Moe's Tavern you can go to at uh, what well, used to be there at Universal Studios. I've got a picture of myself in front of Moe's Tavern. Oh, another. And uh, Aaron also said the brick from Northern Exposure. Okay. All right. I don't remember. I don't remember much about uh, Northern Exposure. So me neither. I just know that it had Aiden from Sex in the City in it, and that was pretty much it. And that there was a there's a. Oh, stuff- that's the chicken apple sliders guy. Oh my god, I hate it when you call him. Come that. on down. Is was it's Sherry's or no? It's uh, I'm not even. Uh, Applebee's, yeah. Come on down to Applebee's and try the new chicken apple sliders. We've got fresh key lime pie all this weekend at Applebee's. Yeah. Oh, and of course See, there is the double. I could be the new the new Applebee's guy. There is the double R diner from Twin Peaks, but I've actually been there and now it's covered in Tweety Birds and okay. it was just depressing. All right. Yeah. I feel like you're you're stepping over my uh, Aiden from. Uh, I hate it when you do the Applebee's. <laughs> Every time I hear and then that it guy's slowly voice, that's... merges into no, and then your your Applebee's slowly merges into Job from Arrested Development, and then you'll go with club sauce. With club sauce. And then you just make yourself laugh, and it's so irritating. <laughs> I'm sorry, you hate my happiness. No, that guy though. Anytime, like it doesn't matter whatever role he has for the rest of his life, I'm always gonna think of him as the come on down to Applebee's. Oh, we're gonna have a great time this weekend. <laughs> oh, we've got <laughs> sirloin steak. God, shut up. <laughs> well, what about okay? Rick is saying the double deuce from Roadhouse. That would be awesome. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. 
I feel like I've been you into bars into a... like the Double Deuce, though. Yeah. You know, I feel like I've already been in those places. Where would you? What do you think is the most comparable to the Double Deuce? Um, like the ones that you get further out toward Gresham. Yeah, well, here in town, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's some some in Montana that might be kind of like that. That uh, Idaho. Oh no, in Idaho, in rural Idaho, I went to this bar that was like that. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't fit in. We didn't stay very long. You didn't fit in. Didn't didn't fit in exactly. I'm shocked, Greg. Didn't have enough cowboy stuff on. We were still in like old camping gear, so mm-hmm. probably smelled bad in camping gear. Didn't fit in with the cowboys. You know what well. place I wouldn't want to go oh, to? A fictional and Tombstone. Tombstone. There's bars like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking it's I've been watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, of course, because you know. God, now you're gonna be one of those people. No, I'm saying, but the place that they hang out at uh, in Buffy is the Bronze, which just looks like the lamest club ever. It's like down downstairs, and all they do is like, like dance and drink coffee. Mm-hmm. That's one place I wouldn't want to go, Greg. Okay, well, let's see. Some people are having some different ones in here. Oh, Belfler's Bar and Grill from True Blood. Oh, <laughs> you would want to go there. Yes, or what was the Vampire Club? called. I can't uh, remember. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that was called. Yeah, that's amazing. All right. So there's Bell some Flores. different some different suggestions, I guess, of, of where people would want to go. Mm-hmm. Huh. I never really thought about that. Yeah, bada bing, though. I mean, bada bing would be Bada bing would be yours. All right. I'm going to say ultimately. Bada bing. My ultimate is Patty's Pub. Or just Pee Wee's House, but that's different. Ooh, Simon says the bridge of the USS Enterprise. Guinan could serve you a, a weird futuristic drink. But that's not the bridge. It's on the... Oh, I don't know what the bar is called. What's well, in like the the cafeteria? It's in the quarters or the, the. It's the cafeteria. It's not the cafeteria. Yeah, that's what they call it. Guinan is not a cafeteria worker. Guinan does work in a cafeteria. Mm-mm. If you really want to get down, okay, you want to get talking about Star Trek here. Yeah, Guinan worked in the cafeteria. Guinan was the weird person in the cafeteria. So since I'm a bartender, do do I work in a cafeteria? Uh, no. You, well, you could sometimes, but that was a cafeteria. That's what it was. It's like you know, you go get your. Get your applesauce, and then you go talk to Guinan for a while. I'm gonna wonder how many emails I'm gonna get that uh, about that. Uh, Guinan was the lunch lady. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, Guinan was not the lunch lady. Guinan was a spiritual advisor, and yeah. she was a drink maker, and also kind of a weirdo. You she know? was kind of a weirdo, and I love her. Kind of a know it all. <laughs> She's you not know? a know it all. A know it all busybody. She was a little bit of a busybody. Yeah, she was a busybody. But body. she just wanted to help, mm. and she had amazing headpieces. What else was her job? To to help like to, to coax just be a busybody, yeah, like a life like she's like not a, a busybody. She's like a cafeteria helping. life coach. Right, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna talk to you about this. Anymore. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's mm-hmm. kind of what that's kind of what she wants. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Whatever. Right. Well, anyway, there okay. we go. The bar well, from Star Wars. Okay, different ones. Oh well, anyway, yeah. yeah, we could talk about this forever. I'm I surprised like. you didn't mention the bar from Star Wars, the cantina, well, right? Yeah, I mean, I there's that, but I was thinking of more real places that I could go to that that would follow along those lines but mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know yeah the cafeteria from Star Trek that'd be pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah that'd be pretty good that would right. be should we do some world of crazy I suppose we can some world of crazy Mose Eisley yeah thank you what about the diner from Pulp Fiction the best milkshake yeah yeah that'd be kind of fun if you were to do work at one place like that, if you were to be a bartender, who, what celebrity would you impersonate? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. What da- what time period does that have to be from? <gasps> I guess I know the what 50s. I'd be. Uh, I love Lucy. I'd be Lu- Lucille Ball. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Ricky. Can you do a Lucy? I don't think so. Okay. But I have red hair and I, I think I can do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, Keelan's looking up about uh, about uh, Star Trek Next Generation and Guinan. Guinan's listed as the mysterious bartender. 
Eh, still works in a cafeteria, though. No, she works in a bar. She's not a cafeteria Don't tender. they serve food in there, too? So every bar is a cafeteria? God, I'm, your logic is... I'm saying on that ship, because it's a workspace. It's not... There was a workspace. I think it was more of a cafeteria than a bar. I'm sure they had some seedier bars you could go to on the ship, but that was like a cafeteria bar. That was like the Applebee's. That was like the Applebee's of Star Trek. Hello, my friends. Try one of our fresh mojitos after a big slice of key lime pie. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. <clears throat> Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, so I know I'm kind of preaching to the choir here because we do have quite a few listeners that work for Nike, but have some news out of Beaverton, Oregon. Yes. Nike is in the news because it has announced it's raffling off 89 pairs of Back to the Future inspired self-lacing sneakers. That is awesome. Wait, so they're you raffling could, them off? They're raffling them off. So I could win them. So you could win them. You have to enter the lottery to do it. And they have 89 pairs that they're going to give away. So they've announced the release of a small batch of Back to the Future inspired self-lacing sneakers, but they're only available via lottery. Uh, so the 89 pairs are, so they're called Nike Mags. Uh, they're modeled on Marty McFly's futuristic Nikes. It says Mary McFly's futuristic Nikes, but I, I corrected it on the fly. Wait, their press on release? On the Marty McFly. Was that their press release? or? <laughs> mm-hmm. So they spelled it wrong on Nike. Spelled it wrong on their own press. No, release? this is no. I think this is a news story. So whatever okay. news place I got this from. All right. Spelled it. Uh, did you hear how I fixed it on the Marty McFly? Yeah, yeah, that was. Instead yeah, fixing on the fly, it was the Marty McFly. Uh, futuristic Nikes from Back to the Future Part 2 are give, being given away via lottery. Um, you can go to their website to enter it or through their Nike Plus app. So the company says the self-lacing shoes have an adaptive fit feature that uh, senses the wear and tightens or looses the laces accordingly. God, I want a pair of these shoes so bad. Mm-hmm. So proceeds from the lottery will be donated to the Michael J. Fox Foundation to fund Parkinson's research, which is awesome. So it does go to a good cause. So that's how. So they are raising money through this. So how you enter is uh, you pay ten dollars. Okay, so I'll pay ten dollars. So it's a ten dollar entry fee. I'm gonna pay ten dollars. You wanna, absolutely yeah. should. All right. So all you have to do and or and plus, we do like you said. Know some people that work for Nike. If a pair of those happen to fall off the back of a truck and into the back of my truck, I mean, I'm not gonna say anything. No words will be spoken about that. Then you're supposed to say your shoes. 11 or 11 and a half. All right. So, yeah. So, you, too, can enter to win the lottery uh, to get a pair of those Nike mags. And uh, even if you don't win, your money is donated to for the fight against Parkinson's. So I'll still donate either $10. Way, either if, way. If they fall off mm-hmm. the back of the truck. Will you stop clicking? You're so creepy. I want to make sure that people know. No, I, I'll pay the $10. I just want to win. I just want to make sure I win. Okay. Well, a new story is coming out. Uh, so, Greg, are you a big candle fan? Wait, what? Like, a fan of candles? Like, do you purchase candles? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just such a weird question. I didn't... A big candle fan. Um, no. Well, do you have, like, a particular, like, favorite smell of candles? Vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably. Would I you... don't really like candles too much because the problem is... That you're klutzy and you would probably light everything on fire. Well, no, because the smelly ones, um, I can't breathe it. Yeah, they make me sneeze. Because you're wheezy. Yeah, it's just because like, you're a sickly wheezy child. No, it's just it's just like I can't go by the perfume counter in a in a store in mm-hmm. a department store mm-hmm. because I can't breathe. Oh, Greg, we just got a package delivered. 
at our mailbox. I should probably go and pick it up, right? No, you probably should yes. not. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg, would you be interested in a candle that is smells that is designed to smell exactly like a new Mac computer? No. A new Mac computer. Well, you are alone in this because a guy who created, invented, if you will, a candle that smells like a new Mac computer sold out entirely in just one day. The entire supply of candles that are reported to smell like a brand new Mac computer. Wow. Yes, Apple enthusiasts quickly bought the entire stock of a scented candle designed to smell like a new Mac computer. So it's called the new Mac candle, created by a group called 12 South, which is an online retailer specializing in Apple accessories, uh, sold out from their online store with this candle that smells like it um, in less than 24 hours. Damn. Yes. No, I, I would have no desire for that. I guess there's enough Apple people out there that they probably would be well, all yeah, over. Yeah, they're the people who like wait in line for the iPhone and like doing. What would you want a a candle smell to be? Um, I like a good mint can, like a peppermint kind of smell. A peppermint. I do like vanilla as well, uh, especially around the holidays. I love an apple cinnamon, like a cinnamony. Oh yeah. Apple, because that smells like you know the holidays to mm-hmm. me. Sure. Yeah, I do like candles though. Okay. I used to be really into candles, not so much anymore though. Mm, okay. That's my that's my candle. It was story. really good. I it was thank you. Thrilling. I feel like I kind of opened myself up a little bit. You did. You exposed some of yourself, you know. And, and all right. Well, Greg, what I'm thinking is that we need to get into the candle business because, uh, according to the product description that was on the website, each candle is twenty four dollars a piece. Twenty four bucks. And sold out of them. Wow. Yes. So uh, they're hand poured to smell like this in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, using 100% soy wax and featuring scent notes of mint, peach, basil, lavender, mandarin, and sage. I do not know why that is made to say that it smells like yeah. a MacBook. Because I that seems like me- a lot of money for a candle. How much are candles normally? Um, it depends. It, candles can be like the bigger, like you know, like jar ones can be. What are they like? The Yankee candles? Those are those yeah. can be like. $14, God, that's a lot. But you get a lot of candle out of that. So this guy, yeah, he came up with the idea just a couple months ago to uh, package a candle that he says smells like a MacBook. And sure enough, he's making thousands upon thousands of dollars of that. So the crazy idea proved to be a popular one as the site stock of hundreds of candles. Hundreds of candles. So the candle's popularity has encouraged him to increase production of the product for fellow Mac lovers. For the holiday season. So I think we need to do knockoff Mac candles. All right, what would we have them smell like? We'll say MacBooks. Compacts. Now we can say they smell like MacBooks. Okay. And like sell them for 20 instead of 24. I think we've got something there. Um, Mac. Hmm, okay, we got to think about that. Mm. Can't use MacBook. Mac attack. A Mac attack. Oh. Yeah, Jez in the chat is saying, why do I waste time trying to make money with ideas that make sense? Because we need to figure out something Apple-y that, uh, you know, the Apple people would want to buy. Okay. What do they like? And then we could sell it for the holidays. I really have to think about this. I don't, I'm not sure off the top of my head. Okay. What it would be. All right, do you have a story? Um, Greg, if I'm going to tell you a story that happened somewhere in the country, and it has to do with... A massive brawl erupting in a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant. What state do you think that that would be in? If you had to pick a, a mm. one state that you think a bunch of adults one would get into a state. massive brawl. 
at a Chuck E. Cheese in? Florida. Oh, my God, Greg, you're psychic. How would I know that? You're psychic. Well, yes, a Florida Chuck E. Cheese restaurant is now reporting that they are very upset that a bunch of adults decided to act like children when they started to getting uh, punching and hitting each other, complete with screaming, pushing, shoving, and hair pulling. No, it wasn't over the food or drinks or any of the children or anything. Uh, one of the fighters said that uh, it started because one person was looking at them and they didn't like the way they were looking at them. <laughs> and then they went up to them and all of the families got involved. So the fight lasted... Because somebody gave them a bet. Because look someone looked like. at somebody. They looked at them funny. Yeah, so Chuck E. Cheese's spokesperson issued a statement saying that the battle erupted when an argument between two guests escalated into a physical altercation. And then their families, who were all there celebrating birthday parties, decided to all jump in as well. The store manager acted quickly and local police were contacted and arrived immediately. Uh, Miami police say they were unable to comment until the bureau chief turned in a report. So this isn't, of course, the first time that adults have been fighting at Chuck E. Cheese. This seems like I get yeah, at least one of these a year. Chuck E. Cheese has really turned into that kind of place now. Mm. Like, when I was a kid, I don't remember brawls. Like, you'd fight in the video games. I just remember the carpet was always really sticky. Yeah. That's what I remember. I remember my feet sticking to the carpet. I was I rarely to allowed to go into the ball pit. Oh, no, you weren't allowed to go in the ball pit. Diseases and needles were in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would try to sneak in every now and then. So would I. My parents wouldn't let me. Like That was the same thing at McDonald's when I'd wait. For mm-hmm. when they weren't looking and then jump in the ball pit. Yeah. Oh, no. You, you always want to jump in the mm-hmm. ball pit. But um, I don't remember a lot of brawls happening at Chuck E. Cheese's. No. Like, it's know, a different like I world. said, fights in the video games when parents aren't around. You get shot. Oh, yeah. You know, that all that happens. Yeah. Some knuckle punches, but. Uh, sure. Not quite that part. Yeah. So, of course, uh, so we were just saying that a lot of fights seem to happen at Chuck E. Cheese. At least five people were intact uh, in Ohio at a Chuck E. Cheese last year because of a malfunctioning photo booth. And uh, over a photo booth in 2013, a Chuck E. Cheese in Long Island, New York, um, in which two women fought each other over which one of their kids got to play a video game first. Now I kind of want to go to a Chuck E. Cheese just to see the fights. There's one in Bremerton, and I always kind of look at it, but it kind like I'll look at it, but like with scared eyes. Is it weird to go to Chuck E. Cheese without children? Yes, okay. yes, yes. All right, don't do it. What if I just walk in? I'm like, ah, I'm just here to see if there's a I just fight. want to get a piece, of, a real good piece of pizza. Yeah, there's a piece of pizza and have myself a soda. I don't think see that there's a, any a, fights. a childless adult male should probably be probably hanging out in Chuck E. Cheese. Cheese by himself. Do you think they flag that when you walk in? Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure Single they guy would. walking into Chuck E. Cheese. What's going on there? Like, no, nah, I just want to stop by for a piece of pizza. Don't get a piece of pizza by yourself at Chuck E. Cheese. All right. I'm not bothering anybody. Now, we have been talking about how uh, you know, all these clown sightings and things have been happening all over the country. I didn't realize they were happening like all over. Like, they're actually happening um, in Europe as well. What, the clown thing spreading mm-hmm. to there? Yeah, like for some there reason. There is nothing some... good that's going to come of this clown thing. Yeah, for some reason, there's like this this clown phenomenon where people are just showing up places dressed as clowns. I don't and know scaring why. Scaring people, yeah. Yeah, something seems, bad is going to happen, man. Okay, you keep saying that. I, I, I want to say, damn, something bad is going to happen. Instead of you saying that the, the bad things are going to happen, I kind of wanted to look into. So, uh, since clowns have been so prevalent in the news, people are doing more studies as to why people do actually find clowns off-putting, like or they're Scott even afraid Dally. of them. Yes. I mean, in all fairness, I was the guy dressed up as a clown, terrifying people at Scott's birthday a couple years ago. I did do that. That was really funny. Our buddy Scott uh, did not know. We, he had a party for his birthday, and I dressed up as a clown and was standing outside of his house. And he'd been drinking a bit. 
and he would just see me out of the corner of his eye and, and I'd stand just perfectly still and then as soon as he saw me I would run and everybody else at the party pretended like they didn't see the clown like what are you talking about dude you're crazy there's no clown and then I proceeded to stalk him and terrify him for the rest of the night. Oh, man, that was fun. I could never repeat that, too, because now he knows. No, and he was like, I think if you did it again, it would break him. <laughs> like, he was pretty. I just remember him yelling, like, there's a goddamn clown in the driveway. And everybody's like, no, there's not. What are you, what are oh you talking God. about? You're crazy, dude. Yeah, there's because no he was clown. kind of mentally unraveling when you were doing that, because we're all like, we don't see anything, Scott. I know, like, everybody's telling him he's wrong. <laughs> Jesus, you all right, dude? <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was, that was very mean. And hilarious. <laughs> All right. So there are lots of reasons why people are actually afraid of clowns. So this has been happening in Newcastle. Uh, where They're actually jumping out of bushes and scaring children instead of just slowly creeping out of the woods like they have been here in the States or approaching people downtown as uh, when they're in their cars. I don't know. Jumping out and scaring kids, that seems like that's a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, so this is happening all over the place, and uh, it's kind of bringing up the, f- the fact that a lot of people fear clowns in general. So the name of, uh, of clown fear is Calrophobia. Wait, what is it? Calrophobia. Okay. C-A-U-L-R-O-phobia. Calrophobia is the scientific name for a fear of clowns. Uh, so a lot of people aren't afraid of clowns in general, but just the, something, you know, actually jumping out at them and startling them when uh, it's like... That's me. Yes. I startle so easily. Yeah, so uh, so researchers have been like looking so at startled. why people have... You are very startling. Researchers have been looking into why people are, um, you know, find clowns so unnerving. It says there's something about clowns in a very weird way. You just feel like you, you can't trust them, but they draw you in. Uh, a reason why clowns also seem to be unnerving is that they're always trying to sell you something, whether it's telling you to be happy or to take their balloon animal. <laughs> Like, they don't like... And she says a lot of people, especially children, when they're growing up, it's a trust issue. So also, I didn't even think about this. So their super clowns are super bright. They have, like, a bunch of different colors and are super loud. So it can mm-hmm. be a little overwhelming for children. Well, some of them. I think the ones that are really quiet are even more unnerving. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, also, Harvard Medical Medical School psychiatrists said that they uh, were reviewing this and saying that clowns altered faces added to the fear, which is kind of uh, like that thing where you can tell... Someone's had plastic surgery. Oh, where something's off. Where something's yeah. off. And it's your mind, like, trying, you know, like, when you can... Tries to the, justify it. And exactly. It tries to, like, fix it in your mind because you know, like, it's not uh-huh. exactly the way it's supposed to look. Right. And that's, like, one of the, like, underneath it all, like, fears that people get is because clowns... Something's not right. Yeah, yeah. because they have the shape of human faces, but then they're, like, covered in paint or it's, like, a distortion. God, now I'm scared of clowns. Yeah. Uh, so, also... so. It's a bad time to be just a gentle clown. Yeah, so there's an aspect of horror that Freud uh, has called the uncanny. That's where something is familiar enough to be recognizable, but weird enough to make you feel icky. So clowns, by definition, are supposed to make you laugh, but in the background uh, is the fear that they won't, and all of us have that in the back of our mind, the fear that you won't actually be able to do the very thing that you're designed to do. Ooh, that's creepy. So the fear of not being able to find the clown funny is you fearing the clown itself. Because if you uh. don't find it funny, then it's just unnerving. Then what is it doing? Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, also being explained that in the Middle Ages, if jesters failed to make the king or queen laugh, they'd be mutilated to make them smile all the time. I did what? not know that. That's not true. This is the they would head psychiatrist like the from Harvard Medical School. They like would the mutilate Joker. their faces to make them smile all the time. Ugh. Yes. I've been trying to think about what I should go as for Halloween. I don't think I want to go as You've a- done a juggalo. You can't do a clown. What about Joker? 
You should do the Joker. You could do a pretty good impression. Yeah. Do it. You want to know which one of your friends cried when I killed them? Ew. Something like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I can't remember his lines, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I could do a Heath Ledger Joker. Okay. Yeah, so that's why, because ultimately, like, underneath it all, clowns look like something familiar, but they're not. And you have a fear of them murdering you while you sleep. Okay. There you go. Yep, right. That's unnerving. Yeah, there you go. All right. There you go, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Think that would be good? Should I go to the... I don't know. Find what inspires you. That's that's an idea. I don't know. Nothing's really hit me yet this year. Usually, I have ideas for months and months in advance. And nothing's really... I don't know. Nothing's really stuck out. I can see that your sympathy is overwhelming. No, I'm sorry. I figured it's out what smothering. I want. Mine's... I know. I... I know what I'm going to be, so I'm all right. You log lady. <laughs> I'm going to be the log lady. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we do some... Uh, I do have some ball talk that we need to get to. Before we do that, actually, I will say this. Do Dandy Mott. What's Dandy Mott? I don't know. Was that from American Horror Story? Oh, that would be too creepy. What? I can't remember how he dresses up. Oh, no. That might Don't be pretty good. Like the oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's not a terrible idea. Oh, that is freaky, though. I could do that. Ew. I could pull that no, off. No, that one's too much. I'd be afraid somebody... Yeah, that's pretty unnerving. Okay, I don't know. I'll think about it. But I do know this. But we should have done that at the same time because I dressed as something from Freak Show a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah, but that's when I was, uh, what was I that year? I was Pee Wee for one party and then I was somebody else for another thing. I already had a thing that year. Mm. I always have a thing. I just don't have a thing this year. Uh -oh. So I got to think about it. Okay. Um, I do want to say this though. Someplace that you can go if you're looking for ideas for your Halloween costume. And you need some some other clothes or something to go with it. Oh yeah, if you need some next, like additional items. Yeah, next adventure right here in town. Next adventure in the uh, the basement warehouse there on the corner of Third and Stark. That is, or excuse me, Grand and Stark. Mm -hmm. On the corner of Grand and Stark um, at Next Adventure. Yeah, you. So in the basement there, they have the secondhand store, the secondhand used clothing. Yeah, it's like a it is like a literal bargain basement where you yes. can find like different things. That you need because, like, for example, Greg and I every every year we piece together our own costumes, and you're always trying to find like those little things to you know to get it 100 right. So yeah, go there, check it out, support a local business, support a business that supports us. Yeah, go pick out some cool stuff. Yeah, definitely, it's a great place to go. So next adventure, nextadventure.net, uh, go there and check that out. All right, uh, some ball talk. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay, uh, first up in ball talk, we have. This, the Major League Baseball playoffs are happening. And right now, there's a bit of a manhunt happening in Toronto. So, here's what went on. Toronto, the Toronto Blue Jays, played the Baltimore Orioles last night in a one-game American League wildcard playoff. Mm. So, the winner of that game gets to go on to the uh, to play in the, in the actual Major League Baseball playoffs. The loser goes home. Usually, it's best of seven, but this is just... One game, loser goes home. That's mm. it. So it's kind of a big deal for both teams. And it's happening again tonight. We'll talk about that one here in a minute. But the Blue Jays played the Orioles. And in the bottom of the 11th inning, the Blue Jays hit a home run and won the game. 
So it was uh, Edwin in Encarnacion. Hit a three-run homer and won the game. So pretty big deal. Pretty cool. Mm. However, what had happened earlier in that game is something that's a bit of a repeat from last year in that somebody in the stands at Toronto threw a beer and attempted to hit somebody. Last year, a baby was hit by a full beer. Oh, my God. And they there was a manhunt to find that person. Now there's one going on to find out who hit the Baltimore left fielder, Yunsu Kim. So Kim was out there and got, uh, I guess, beamed in the head with a beer can or almost hit him with a with a beer can thrown from the stands. Jesus. And at the time, the players ran over there and were pointing up into the stands trying to find him, and this guy took off before security could find him. Do they have pictures of him? No, that's the problem. They're trying to narrow it down to get a picture, but there was no good image of that section of the field apparently yet. So they can't find a, so they can't find a good picture of this person, but they are desperately trying to track down who it was that threw the threw the beer onto the field. But this is two years in a row, Canada. Hmm. Two years in a row. Get your shit together, Canada. Seriously, stop throwing beers at people. You can't blame Americans for all the rowdiness. Mm-mm. That was that was you guys. That's all you. That's <laughs> Canadian-born trouble. Throwing beers at babies. And at Who throws a beer at a baby? Players. That's like American territory. Yeah. What are you doing? No, that's... Yeah, Canada, knock it off. Just knock it off. So they're going to see if they can find out who that was. All right, moving on to ball talk. It's pretty much all uh, Major League Baseball stuff here today that I'm going to talk about just because it is the playoffs. And I am going to make a prediction. I thought you already made your prediction. I haven't made one today. I predicted who's going to win the World Series, and that's the Chicago Cubs. Speaking of which, the Chicago Cubs, if you would like to go to one of their playoff games, they are the most expensive ticket in all of baseball, where it will cost you an average of $428 to go see the Cubs play in the playoffs. Not to be that bored. <laughs> yeah, but playoff baseball is a little more fun. It is a little more fun. Because there's something on the line. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely more interesting than regular baseball. Yeah. So it's $428. They are the most expensive to go see the Cubs play. And they don't even know, I think, who they're playing. They'll, they'll play one of the two teams tonight. Uh, the Red Sox are uh, $160 average. $428 for the, the, uh, the uh, Chicago lot. Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Um, all right. Finally, in ball talk, we'll just go to this. There are two teams playing tonight. The winner goes on, loser goes home. Mm-hmm. In the National League wildcard playoff, it is the San Francisco Giants versus the New York Metropolitans. Well, the Mets, as the lay people call them. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a prediction, but I'm going to help. I want some help with this on who's going to win by playing special fan-created songs for each team. Here's the San Francisco Giants. Bye, bye, baby. Oh God. When the Giants come to town, it's bye, bye, baby. Every time. Oh my god. All right. There we go. That is the San Francisco Giants. Bye bye, baby. How old is that? Um, well, it can't be. I don't know. From the 80s and 90s. Oh, wait. The theme of the song is from the 80s and 90s. Let's see. 
It's from 1976. Okay. 1976 for that song. Versus this one from 1962 for the other side. The New York Metropolitans meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. Bring your kiddies. Bring your wife. Guaranteed to have the time of your life because the Mets are really sucking the ball. Knocking those home runs over the wall. East side, west side. Everybody's coming down to meet the Kind of like this one. It's a little jolly. Sarah, which one do you choose? Um, I guess I'm going to go... Bye-bye, baby, for the San Francisco Giants, or meet the Mets for the New York Metropolitans. Mm, since I have, I love some people from San Francisco, and not I don't hate all Californians, but since a bunch of... San Franciscans have been moving to our town and ruining it. I'm going for the Metropolitans. The New York Metropolitans. I'm going against San Diego or San Francisco. San whatever, California. (laughs) San whatever. San whatever. Then I predict the Giants will win. I'll go against you. I say the Giants win. Sarah says the New York Metropolitans win. We shall see who won. This evening, the two teams go to battle on the field. Well, see, now I'm interested in watching baseball. <laughs> New York Metropolitans. That is uh, Sarah's prediction. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Going as dandy. No, you shouldn't do that. It's not a terrible idea. Mm. I just think it's it's too obscure now. and he's... Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. We should we should think of somebody for you, though. If somebody has any suggestions, I am down to listen to suggestions. To, oh, uh, Greg is so open-minded. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. what? For a Halloween costume? Normally, I, I would already have my idea. I know. I'm, like, really surprised. I'm trying to think of something I've watched lately that you would want to do. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. You could shave your head and be the shades preacher. from Luke Cage. Yeah, but that's... Yeah, and then I just wear sunglasses. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that's going to work as well. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I no, I guess I could go as the preacher, but then I just look like a preacher. So that doesn't really make the costume work either. I don't know. I'd have to think about this. If somebody has some ideas, I definitely would want to. <laughs> it could be Dustin from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> take out those pesky front teeth. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if I really want really to make this work. Yeah. That might be it. The Portland Pooper. That's another suggestion. Oh. Well, I mean, that's how you're dressed as every day. And the Portland Pooper. Nobody knows what the Portland Pooper looks like. That's the I thing. I think I know what he looks like. I, I could be. You could be the Portland Pooper. I'm really not. You, you could know be. that the Pooper is never a woman. You could I be. I don't mean to be gender specific, but people who are pooping in public, I mean, 98% of them. Let's go 99. Are, 99% yeah. of the time, you know Although, it's, a, it's a guy. I have had uh, ladies peeing on my front yard before. Well, yeah, so. ladies pee in public, but men yeah. poop in public. Yeah, okay. You yeah. know, that's, that's 100%, actually. Okay. No, it's not going to be okay, 100%. It'll be 99.5%. There's a lady out there that poops in public, too. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it probably is. Mm-hmm. Probably is a, a, a man. 
So maybe I am dressed as the Portland Pooper. Maybe, maybe. it's Keelan. I don't know. Nobody knows who mm-hmm. the Portland Pooper is. But uh, regardless, I don't think that's a good costume because it's just too nondescript. You could, I could do anything. All right, I mean, well, you're, we'll, you're wearing the costume right now. Oh, wait, we did get a birthday request. I'm just looking. So we have a, a request from Nick <laughs> in the chat. No, it is. It's from Nick. And okay. he says, uh, hey, guys, I just wanted to wish a happy birthday month to my good friend, Sarah Dillon. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Damn it. You. And it's not happy a birthday, birthday month. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Thanks, Nick. Oh, I'm sure she really appreciates it. Real good guy, Nick. We do have an actual birthday that I believe we missed because it was yesterday. And that is Ryan. Ryan S. Oh. It was Ryan's birthday. Well, Ryan, oh, I forgot that we're both October babies. Ryan, you're the coolest. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And not a birthday month. There is no such thing. I just have to read the emails when they come in. Like, I know that you forget to read them a lot and, like, forget to wish people happy birthday. I'm glad that we have nice young men like Nick who write in to make sure oh that people's... God. It is not a birthday month. Birthday months are remembered. Birthday. It's my birth Underline. month. Underline. Birth month. Day. Instead of day, it's just you replace day with month. That's my birth month. Birthday. Birth month. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, 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 really do appreciate it. Do. It is fantastic that you do so. Um, Quick note, I was going to bring this up. Uh, I do some other podcasts for a place called Digital Trends, and you can find those all at digitaltrends.com slash podcasts. And they are good podcasts, too. They are good. Thank you. You're and welcome. so if you, uh, if everybody wouldn't mind giving those a listen, you can go there, you can watch the live videos, or you can subscribe on iTunes. So it's both. It's both a live streamed video show and then an audio podcast. Uh, subscribe. Those would be really, really, uh, that would be really cool if you did. And there are some pretty fun shows over there. Like we just had um, art from Ground Control on last oh, week. Oh, art. So digitaltrends.com slash podcasts. Subscribe and watch all those because it helps me out. Very cool. Um, so tomorrow we'll be live at 11. At 11 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Geek in the City. Geek in the City. In the City. Right about 6.30 p.m. Awesome. Yes, indeed. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. You are all wonderful wonderful people. We love you all. Yes, indeed. You make my week. Send me some week. Halloween costume ideas. Okay. Cool. All right. Do Greg's work for him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dug up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>